Hey folks, I'm Stephen Peterkins, and this is episode 177 of the Peterkins Podcast. Today, we're going to give a defense of Luddites. Nowadays, if you see someone who is resistant to new changes in technology, you might have heard someone call them a Luddite. However, have you ever stopped and considered, what even is a Luddite? Where the term comes from and why it refers to those who are technologically stagnant? Uh, no? Just me then? Well, that's too bad, because I'm going to give you the rundown anyways. The term Luddite historically comes from an oath-based organization of English textile workers in the 1800s. At the time of the Industrial Revolution, the profession was threatened by new technological inventions that automated the process of textile manufacturing, leaving many people jobless and angry. We're not quite sure where the name Luddite originates from. Rumor has it it originally came from a man named Ned Ludd, an absolute mad lad who allegedly smashed two stocking frames as a form of protest. Ned Ludd was for sure a fictional character who existed solely to provoke the government, but ever since then, his name has been synonymous with those who want to destroy the machines. The Luddites had enough influence and support to the point where the government felt the need to step in and curtail the movement. They made machine-breaking a capital offense, whose punishment was execution, which very swiftly ended the movement. The stakes were too high, and the people were forced to figure out how to fend for themselves, atomized. Inherently, a Luddite in the historical sense doesn't have any malice towards the machine itself. For many people, the machine breaking was one of the few tactics that workers had to increase pressure on employers, to undermine the lower paid competing workers who were using those machines, and to create solidarity amongst the workers. And it's important to note that this wasn't just an issue in the textile business. This was also taking place in the agricultural fields, too, in the swing rides of 1830, where workers were focused on breaking threshing machines. In both of these cases, the main catalyst of the fear isn't some irrational distrust of technology for the sake of it. It is the economic pressures that is created by technological progress that threatens workers and their conditions. Now, this way of thinking is often shunned by economists who label the fear that technological unemployment generates structural unemployment as the Luddite fallacy. They argue that automation and technological advancement creates new jobs that replace the old ones. Now, that might be true, but the question is, who are these new jobs accessible to? Does it require going to college for these new jobs? Just because there are new jobs, doesn't mean that they're going to the people who originally lost them. Right now, we're undergoing a similar technological revolution that has been threatening the lives of millions of people and their work. Over a much smaller timescale, however, jobs have been automated and sent to other countries and haven't been replaced with too, too much. In many senses, we are succeeding in theoretically creating a world where people need to work less to keep the lights on and society running. But we know that that's not how it will play out. The conditions of life aren't looking to rapidly change. You still need to pay your bills. It still costs money to live. In our current trajectory, millions of people will not be able to enjoy the fruits of new technology. And there's a reason for them to be afraid of that. 
Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later.